you know the vibes welcome to another week of the hoop genius podcast this is the final pre-recorded episode that we got for you guys because you know we've been away for a minute but don't worry we'll be back tomorrow and i'm speaking from past mode to future you so hopefully we'll be back tomorrow provided i landed safely and bj did too we'll tell you all about where we've been and what we've been doing but in the meantime, it's time for another off-season recap slash season preview kind of thing about Portland Trailblazers and the Indiana Pacers. And I really um, don't understand a lot of people's opinion on the Portland Trailblazers. Because when I was streaming the other night on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Genius, okay, people in the comments were telling me that Portland are going to be a playoff team. Hmm. And I don't know how mm. I felt about that. Considering okay, okay. It's, it's, there's no longer eight playoff spots, right? There's six playoff spots now. And if you're not in the top six, you're a play-in team. So okay. they think Portland are going to be a top six team? Okay. Here's what happened in the offseason. By the way, this podcast is brought to you by NBA 2K23. Make sure you hit the link in the description to get your copy. And join the Discord while you're there. But here's what happened to Portland in the offseason. Eric Bledsoe is a free agent. Heartbreaking news, one of BJ's favorite players. As is Chris Dunn, who is kind of Eric Bledsoe Jr. Uh, Joe Ingles went over to the Milwaukee Bucks. And uh, Ben McNamara's free agent. The rest of them kind of a little bit not noteworthy. But they did acquire Jeremy Grant in a trade. They signed Gary Payton II as a free agent from the Warriors, fresh off a title run. Wesley Awundu signed a free agent contract. Olivier Saar. Shadon Sharp was drafted with the seventh overall pick. And Jabari Walker was drafted in the second round. They re-signed Damian Lillard, Yusuf Nurkic, Anthony Simons, and Drew Eubanks. So Dame's on one of the biggest NBA contracts of all time, all the way up until 2027, in which he'll be earning $63 million for that season alone. Can you repeat that, Mark? Can you repeat that again? $63 million for that season alone. BJ, when you played, the salary cap wasn't even like $63 million. For the whole wow. team. Dame got the bag. The biggest bag. Anthony Simons is going to be there until 2026. He's making 22 million this year. Contract goes up to 27, 27.6. Yusuf Nurkic is going to be there. He signed a deal. 15, 16, 18, and 19 million. Gary Payton, a second, has got two years and then a player option, about eight, nine million a year. So they also traded for um, Jeremy Grant, who's on the final year of his deal, $20 million. And you're expecting them, seeing as they traded for him, to give him an extension as well. So let me ask you this, BJ. A team with Damian Lillard and Anthony Simons in the backcourt, Josh Hart at the three, Jeremy Grant at the four, and Yusuf Nurkic at the five, with Gary Payton, second, coming off the bench, uh, Nazir Little, Justice Winslow, Trendon Watford, Drew Eubanks. Where does this team finish in the Western Conference? No, I, I don't think that's I don't think that's gonna get it. The the play in playoffs. I, I don't think I don't think that's gonna get playoffs play in. I know they have a like a, a top 20 player. I right? may you may even argue he's a top 10 player, Damian Lillard. However, with the size, you know, when I think of the kid Jeremy Grant, I think as a small forward. Mm-hmm. I know that as a power forward. I know he plays a Josh lot of Hart, ball, but I hear you. Yeah, I think he's a small forward. It, it, you know, that's where he did most of his damage when you saw him playing at his best, in my opinion. 
Where, where, where was he playing at his best? At Denver. I thought he was terrific. I, I feel like he should have never left. But he wanted to be the man. He, he abided the by the rules of Mo. Secure the bag. He got the bag in Detroit. You cannot argue I'm, I'm he did not, not get the bag. I'm, I'm, not, and, mad. I'm not mad at him. Yeah, he's, he's, he got to do what he's got to do. Now, so I think he's a small forward. The kids, Simons and Damian, I love size in my backcourt. Okay. We just got done talking about, you know, my Detroit Pistons. Check out yesterday's episode. Six, five, six, seven in the backcourt. Simons and Damian, look. Can can I ask you this? Uh, Yes. For years upon years upon years, what feels like an eternity, we watched Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum in the backcourt for Portland. And every year you'd watch them and they'd be in the playoffs, but they just wouldn't be good enough. And the reason in my head was you've got two guys who aren't great defenders in the backcourt. When you look at all the great backcourts, at least one of the guys can play great defense. And instead of learning from that lesson, they went and got Anthony Simons, who might be one of the worst defenders in the NBA, respectfully. Because he's not even got the size of a CJ McCollum. Well, Why are I, they I doing think this? They had to sign, they, I think they had to sign him because they, if I remember correctly, I think they drafted the kid. Mm-hmm. And he has developed on their watch. And mm-hmm. I think they got him at a, a really nice number. I think that's a tradable contract. I mean, honestly, that's that's yeah. good. As in the NBA, they would say that's a good tradable contract yeah but i i think i could see him maybe more as a sixth man and starting with gary payton alongside dane well you, you can figure you can figure out i think chauncey coach billups will figure all of that out however those five that you told me i didn't think that was a good combination but anthony simon's coming off my bench wow i like, I like that. that yeah I, mm-hmm. I i like that damian lillard and a bigger guard starting i like that too Mm-hmm. So Josh Hart at a three position, he's great rebounding for his size. I think he he's, a, I think he's a two. If you put Josh Hart at the two, I like that. And then I like who that. do, you, I like who him do in, you put at a three? You know what I mean? There's like a little gap. Grant, I put Grant at the three. I put and then, Grant and then, at the three. And then who do you put in at the four? Yeah, well, you see, well, I, you I, see, they're well, a player well, short, well, whichever way you chop it up. You're not married to play off team. You know what I mean? But we, we, we again, we don't know, you know, are they going to play small? If you got Grant and somebody else that's six, eight, six, nine, who else is on their roster? Nurkic is oh, not, not Nurkic, six, six, nine, Nurkic, he's that listen, big. You, you, you can't have a steady diet of Nurkic playing in today's game because they're going to go, people are going to go small, mm-hmm. which are going to exploit him and put him in screen roll. So, again, I'm not, if you just said Jeremy Grant is just going to play all three, then I, I'm, and then I would argue, you're not utilizing his greatest asset, which is his versatility mm-hmm. and what he can bring. Cause he can play the four. So he can play small ball as a, as a small four or even four in today's game. However, they're going to, they have to have some type of big athletic big that they can slide in there that can play the four and the five to be able to play in today's game, because you're going to see, some teams are going to have bigs like Jokic and Joel Embiid and those guys. And then other guys are going to have tall athletic guys like Cleveland, Orlando. Then you have the Warriors now. They're going to be big with this kid Wiseman. Okay. So they're all of a sudden now they go from being a small ball team with 
Kavan, what you call him? Kavan Looney. What do you call him? Hakima Looney Wand. Yeah. Moses yeah. Maloney. Yeah, yeah. With, with him and Draymond. And then suddenly they're Kaloon Abdul Jabbar. Yeah, exactly. So I just think you have to be versatile enough. And I think Jeremy Grant will give them that versatility. Mm-hmm. However, you know, they're gonna need some of these guys to step up. But I would be very worried if I had to start a small backcourt, especially in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. So where do you see them finishing this season? I think if they can be hovering anywhere from six to 10, so I think that's a successful season. Sure. Yeah, play into it. Yeah, I think that's where they're going to be. Okay. I think especially if, if, if Damian Lillard is there, I think they're going to depend on him to carry them to 35, 40-some wins, or maybe even more, depending on what kind of season he has. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, speaking of playing teams and teams that are not good enough to compete, but not bad enough to be bad, that's what the Indiana Pacers did for year upon year. And they have finally kicked the tires and decided that they're simply just going to be bad. And they've done that. They traded away Malcolm Brogdon to the greatest franchise in the world, the Boston Celtics. They let Ricky Rubio go back to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Lars Stevens is a free agent. TJ Warren went and left town. He headed to the Nets. And instead, they've got in a bunch of guys, most notably... Benedict Mathurin, the number six pick in the 2022 NBA draft. And uh, Daniel Tice, obviously from the Celtics. And they signed Jalen Smith from the Phoenix Suns, who's interesting okay. as a as a floor-spacing big man. Interesting prospect. The question everyone right. wants to know, and the question which, because this episode is pre-recorded, might be answered by the time you're listening to the show. But do you see Buddy Heald and Miles Turner being traded from this team because they're two players who first of all have the two highest salaries on a team. But second of all, they are players who want to be on contending teams. Miles Turner is in the final year, $18 million a year of his contract, age 26, but he has two years left, but he has a declining salary. He has 21 million this year and then 19 million the year after. They're the two odd one outs from this roster where everyone else you look at and you would assume they're on a tanking team, but Buddy Hill can shoot the ball with the best of them. Miles Turner blocks the most shots in the NBA and um, contending teams could really use them. The name that floats around is the Lakers. PJ, how do you see the season shaking out for these guys? Do you think they're going to stay? Do you think they're going to go? What's the deal? All right. Can I, I, I want to be distracted a little bit because, you know, living out here in LA, you, it, it's kind of like the blame game. You know, we, we, we're, 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 we're blaming, right. And the, the, the blame has been placed and it seems to be in vogue now to place it all on Russell Westbrook. I know. Okay. How many games did Russell play last year? Well, most of how them. How many games? Did he? Almost all of them. Yeah. What he played 80 games last year. Is that what he played? Something like that. Right. Something like that. He, he was He'd be close to like that. 78, I think off the top 78, of the head. something like that. Okay. Now, here is my here is my take on the Lakers, which is going to lead me or the segue into Indiana. If you're going to trade for anybody to come play with the Lakers, I'm going to say it then. I'm going to say it now, and I was said it yesterday. How many games are their best? Their two best players going to play? Anthony Davis says he wants to play 82 games this season. I didn't say how many he wants to play. How many games are they going to play? And what's let's be realistic. 
Mm-hmm. LeBron James is in year 20. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everyone's pleading, including LeBron James, Anthony Davis, we want you to be the number one guy. Okay. Translation. LeBron, either he can't be the number one guy or doesn't want to be the number one guy. So now that's putting pressure on Anthony Davis to step up and be the number one guy and carry the load. Am I, am I not reading something here correctly, Mo? Well, Anthony Davis it, says he wants to carry carry the thing, but we we got a whole Lakers episode coming up next week, BJ. I want to say this, but I want to say this. If what we're saying with those trades are true. Let's, let's just assume they are being reported by our good friend Shams, right? It's our, it's our good friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then that puts the pressure on those two guys to play. The Lakers are only going to be as good as those guys. Now, what does that mean for Indiana? What is Indiana really trying to do here? Tank. Okay. If they're trying to tank, then make the best deal. Mm-hmm. Because Buddy Hill, Tyrese Halliburton, Miles Turner, and those guys, they're going to help you win your fair share of games. They're that talented. Mm-hmm. But whoever you trade them to, in particular LA, well, you better make sure that they're best players. Because I don't think those guys, no one's expecting them to lead them to the Eastern Conference. But then suddenly when they come here to the Western Conference, they're they're they are a championship well, it, it gives it adds a it adds a natural five to play alongside Andy Davis, who likes to play at the four. Okay. And then it gives them a good shooter because at the moment they don't really have any yeah. good shooters. You on know, I, I I would tend to believe that. However, I saw the LA Lakers not re-sign JaVale McGee mm-hmm. and Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard, and they just won a championship. And and then Kid Savis Caldwell Pope was on the roster, and they traded him. So, so we got to go through all of this to realize. And then I just heard Anthony Davis said, "Yeah, this team, this team reminds me of when Javale McGee was here." He's talking about Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant, who spent yeah. the whole season on an ACL injury last year. We'll talk about the Lakers though next season. We'll talk about the Lakers. We'll talk about the Lakers next week, BJ. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Let's get back to the Pacers. I'm getting back to the Pacers. I can't because I I, every single time I look up, the Lakers and the Pacers are in my timeline. Yes. (laughs) You can't talk about one without the other. Yeah. The Pacers, if you're going to make the deal, which works for the Pacers, clearly. I think the Pacers are ready to do the deal. Yeah, Lakers just won't include the, the picks. That's the hold yeah, up. Yeah, that's the hold up. So I, I respect that. I, I I just, I don't know really what we, what we should expect if Anthony Davis and LeBron James aren't fully healthy. And again, I'm going to say it. I don't know what to expect from a player that has this many miles on his body when talking to LeBron James. I don't know what to expect. Like, I, I, just give me what you got. Whatever he gives, I, I'll take it. Like, okay, he got fifty games, great. But all right, so that puts uh, that puts all that pressure on Anthony Davis, based on what I've seen over the last three, four, well, basically his whole career. Mm-hmm. What do you? What am I? What am I supposed to expect? Mm-hmm. 
I hope mm-hmm. he plays 82. But, Mo, th- th- you can't tell me coming in that everyone is confident, like LeBron James, if he plays over 70 games this year, that's a that's that's a that's a that's an incredible achievement. We can get into Lakers in, in, in the episode later this week, BJ, but we got to get back to the Pacers. You told well, me you bring it back. I'm talking about the Pacers, I, and I'm talking about the Pacers because I don't know what takes Pacers. Clearly, they have an, they have Dead loss an East. agenda. They they are are blowing up that thing there, and that's what they're looking to do. So, mm-hmm. uh, who they're going to trade those guys to, and what are we expecting? Like. So, Buddy Hill was in 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 the, the 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 Sacramento, and then suddenly now he's the answer. Like, <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. Like, what it, these these storylines doesn't add up to me. Like, okay, I, I like Miles Turner, but suddenly, well, if he comes here, he's like that. That's the like I don't. I'm not buying it. Like, I think they're nice players. Mm-hmm. I think they're nice players. I hate. I think the Pacers will finish last in the Eastern Conference. I don't know what more to tell you guys. I don't know what more to tell you guys. I think it should be illegal for teams to tank. I think there should be some sort of punishment because no one wants to see the tanking. Um, but yeah, I'm excited because tomorrow, BJ, we'll be actually releasing an episode that we've recorded fresh. So if anything's happened, these guys might even not be on the Pacers anymore since we recorded this a week ago. So um, I'm excited to be back. I hope your travels go well. Sush. Well, I'm well. excited. I'm excited. I'm excited right now, Mo. The season's about to start. What are we about? Two weeks out now? Yeah. Yeah. By the time this comes out, it'll be two weeks till the yeah, season. I'm excited. We're going to be about two weeks out. And you know what, Mo? Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be the return of the big fella this year. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm getting back on the court. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, I, I the think big fella I, I is think, returning. Moment, I think, C. I, 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 coming out of think, I think <laughs> post play, I think post play is going to return back to the NBA. That's if, my prediction. If, if that happens, I'm becoming a GM next season. I don't care. This is my bag. This is what I do. This is what I do. But we're going to be with you every step of the way. Can you believe, BJ? I was thinking about this the other day, though. It's October. We started doing this in January. Well, we, we were doing it last year as well, but like every day in January. This is like episode number 170, I think. That's pretty That's pretty good going. 171. That's pretty good going, you know what I mean? I, 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 I got to get, I got to, hey, Mo, I got to do what I do. 200's coming soon. 200's coming soon. We got to do something special for 200. We'll do something special for 200. Let's think okay. about that. All right. Anyway. You guys, thank you for listening. Make sure you leave a review. Stay tuned. If you liked what BJ was saying about the Lakers, we do have a Lakers episode coming out shortly. No, I can't wait. To, I can't wait for that one, Mo. I'm getting all of my Lakers stuff out in one take. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to mute myself. I'm going to mute myself and let BJ go off. And then we got, we got all the other teams. Let's have a look at which other teams are still left to come in this little series that we've done. We still have the New York Knicks, the Washington Wizards, the Los Angeles Lakers and the Sacramento Kings. So we'll see you guys nice and early tomorrow morning. Until then, make sure you subscribe, tell a friend, leave a review, leave a rating, and all that good stuff that I tell you in every episode. Most importantly, get buckets.